Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. We are running here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia, and I will be your storyteller for the evening. We will start our introductions tonight of this wonderful group of people with Jeremy. Hi, I am Jeremy. I am playing Catriona, uh, Clan Giovanni, who is a lawyer who's done with everyone's shit. <laughs> At least you're well-fed. But is well-fed, correct. Uh, and next we will have Katie. Hi, uh, I'm Katie. I play Mercy Ransom, who is a Toyador tour guide. And Drevian? I'm Drevian. I play Simon DeLuca, the Malkavian tailor. And Shawnee. Hi, I'm Shawnee, and I'm playing Guaya Vincente, who is an awesome art sorceress, professional shit disturber. <laughs> it's true. I need that on a shirt. I want to get the I am a second, I'm in a second generation state of mind on t-shirts and send them to all of you. I, I, uh, I, I, did, <laughs> I, I did that art and I but I really and I'm really tempted to like, hey Teespring, let's Yes. And uh, Austin. Hi, I'm playing uh, Rahab, and I am a Kaitif, uh trying my hardest not to be a vampire. True, true. Okay, so as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court. Uh, the 40-hour work week is a lie. Anything else? Mental health matters. Always. Stop I mean, the stigma. He's doing his own PR again on the on the stand. So fuck Kevin Spacey. <laughs> okay. All right. So on our last episode, we had some people missing. Um, everybody's here this time, so it's great. Um, so Guire received word from Alexander that he had found a way to get into the Chamir Chantry which prompted her to leave Kat's attic. And Mercy received a message at the same time. On screen, we don't know what that was, but we will find that out tonight. And she exited, uh, and in Jeremy's words, was never seen again. Uh, Guire... Surprise, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just, you're just going to get a selfie from Mercy with I, I lived, bitch. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was just picturing oh, the, that t-shirt. I, I, I was picturing the surprise, motherfucker. Yes. Uh, all I can think of is this, like the selfie I lived, bitch. And like, just for the irony, just like takes a selfie with the corpse. It's like, this one did it. Uh, so Guire and Simon both left for different reasons, but well, ultimately the same reason. Guire and Mercy. 
Oh, no, Guire and Simon both went hunting. Sorry, that was yeah. a different thing. Guire went and fed <laughs> on a number of uh, people enjoying a cocktail at a nearby bar, and Simon lured an unsuspecting gentleman to Kat's home, where she promptly ate him. Um, there were some massive serial killer vibes going on, though, so that was great. <laughs> um, using that blood, Cat made haunted ergot and allowed Simon to be the first to try it, um, which led to a fun little chat between uh, a three-way chat between Cat, Walter, and Simon. Um, Alexander and Wire at the same time infiltrated the lower floors of the Livaday wedding venue uh, to peruse the libraries of the Tremere in the city that were hidden underneath. Inside, they sorted through a number of tomes, scrolls, and just random scraps of paper uh, before they found one that depicted Guire's sire, Azra. Uh, this came also with a personal research journal belonging to none other than Madame Morgan Saint-Julien. Uh, needing someone to translate, and with their deadline of the sun looming ever closer, the pair made their way to Simon's shop, but not before Alexander filled his satchel with manuscripts. The sun rose and set again on New Orleans. The following evening, Destiny informed the Coterie that at least a dozen members of the Camarilla had fallen in the skirmishes the night before with the Sabad. Uh, Guire received a message from Charlotte asking her to attend Elysium that night by invitation only and ended up being someone capable of translating the manuscripts that had been found. Uh, Charlotte and Guire shared an intimate moment together after which Charlotte translated letting Guire know that the scrolls contained instructions to complete and total domination over a singular subject. Guire informed Charlotte that this was to save her wife, and that even if this was successful in bringing Azra back to her, um, that didn't remove the possibility of a potential relationship between the three of them in the future. Uh, leaving her rendezvous with Charlotte, Guire headed to speak with Sybil, who was We'll say a little upset um, with the way things had turned out the previous evening. And Guire shared what she had found in her scrolls and informed Sybil that there was a way to remove the curse. Which led to Sybil sending off a text message. And as the conversation went on, Alexa informed them that Ezra had arrived. And that concludes the wrap-up. Our camera, however, opens with Mercy looking down at her cell phone to a not the greatest quality picture, um, considering it is the pitch of night. But unmistakably, that is the front of your house. From a number you do not know. That was the first message. And it's the second one that makes the blood you are pumping through your veins run cold. Which is just, hello, Delilah. 
what's it like in New York City? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that had that. And I'm sorry. All, all week I was like, if I if I open with "Hey there, Delilah," that's all I'm gonna hear. So thank you, someone else. I was just trying to figure out how to respond to that. <laughs> Um, you just text back not much moving to New York no um, mercy mercy is just in shock um like um like i'm whew, um i guess the logical thing if we're going to be logical here is to uh reply who is this There will be a few moments of tense silence as you wait for your phone to vibrate or your text notification sound to go off, whatever you have set on this at this point. And it finally does, and you get back someone very close. You're a hard woman to locate. I literally do not know what you're talking about. Hear me another few moments. Go on. Say I don't recall that name. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. As you stare at your screen, the words downloading photo pop up. And it is your living room. Is there a reason for this? I believe you're familiar with the word obsession. I mean, as a Toreador, yes. I still have no idea what you're talking about. Few moments pass again and you get let me jog your memory and then downloading photo again and you see a very pale hand with 
bright red pointed fingernails holding a cavalryman's saber. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. I'm sorry if you're trying to get something out of me. Well, I have all the time in the world now. I found you. Am I still outside Kat's house? Yes. Are they still in there? Uh, at this point, yeah, probably. I'm knocking on the door. So, moment. yeah. Uh, to, retroactively, uh, at this point, I believe, si would Simon have be tripping yet? Or no. Oh, this would have been fairly early in the Yeah, this would have been about the Oh, this would probably have been the time where Simon was going and getting you food. Fair enough. So yeah, there is a knock a from your moments. back door. Yep. Actually a little longer than a couple moments because she has to come from down from upstairs. Opens the door. Simon, I oh. Mercy. You all right? No, I don't know what's going on. I know I keep doing this to you. I know I keep having these breakdowns. I literally have no memory of what's going on. And now somebody's in my fucking house. Come inside. Shut the That's door behind the you. Therapist. <sighs> Take a moment. I know it doesn't matter for us to do so, but breathe. It's calming. You don't know who this person is. Let me see. Show her my phone. Scroll through. So this is assumedly from that period of time you don't remember. Correct. Well, they obviously hand the phone back. They obviously want you to show up in a vulnerable state. Probably Correct. so that they can get revenge upon you for something that you did that you don't recall. That would make sense. So your first mission is not to go home. Well, I think I can accomplish that. You do not want to go where they can find you and do this to you. I, you're fortunate. I have experience with somebody having eternal, um, an eternal grudge 
for something that was completely not my fault. There are many things I've done that are my fault, but this one was not. So, this person seems to be more of the going to act soon capacity than I had. But regardless, in both cases, the key and the thing that kept me not alive, but you know what I mean. Surviving. Exactly. Was that they couldn't get to me. In my cases, because there was a more powerful vampire that I stayed near all the time. I don't think we have somebody who can fit that capacity for you right now because, well, choir's off doing something and we can't trust anybody in the Camarilla. So, you'll simply have to stay close to us. Look, I don't, I, that, that almost came out sounding bad. Let me rephrase it mid-sentence. I don't like the fact that you're in this situation either. But until we know whether it's someone on Sybil's power level or some fucking ghoul with a vendetta or wherever in between, it's best not to play the odds. I so just, step one sorry go ahead it's just I can't I, I, I have nowhere to start I don't even know this name that they're calling me it's not the first time I've heard it but you can tell people that you can't remember and they don't believe you I mean well I mean be frank, I assume it's your original name. One of or them. one, perhaps, that you took when you got embraced. I hear some people do that. Who knows? Have, I have a question. Have you ever looked into who you are, who you were? Where would I even start? Well, do you have any idea how old you are? Any idea? Rough guesstimate from 10 years to I, 700. I have a, I have visions, I guess through recollections of I was about 20 during the American Civil War. Okay, that makes it somewhat harder because you don't look that much older than 20 now. And there were a lot of people who died then who weren't documented. 
Correct. So that makes it more difficult for sure. Um, still, there are there are ways. There have to be other vampires here in New Orleans, first of all, who were around during that period. I think would make sense. One is in your coterie. Yes, this is true. Um, I was about to say, I think Guire, I know Guire and I at least are close to the same age. So we can ask Guire if she knew of any... There is no indication that you are not that you are not embraced by a Toreador and were just adopted into the clan, right? None that I know of. Then we ask then then we start asking about Toreador from that era. We can start looking through 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 photos of hopefully you legitimately came from New Orleans and weren't transferred here. That would seem to be the case with the with what we've what what you've told me of how certain vampires have reacted to your presence. Um I can't yeah. imagine you all 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 emigrated here. Um so I mean try to find try to find photos. There are there that that's a shot in the dark, but you never know. The final possibility Who is it that confronted you at the uh, Elysium? Uh um oh um the Crimson Rose. The Crimson Crimson Mask. Crimson Mask. The one who is working with the Sabbat, as far as we know. Yes. Delightful. She, she didn't take too kindly to me. She All also right. called me Delilah. Yep. All right, so here is what we are going to do. Um, we can't do it right now because I'm waiting on... I, I, I'm waiting for Simon to return with some food for me. You're waiting on a takeout order. I got it. Yes. But tomorrow I will go talk to I will go talk to her. She won't talk Does to she... you. I think that's very clear. Yeah. She's made that very clear. But if someone in your coterie goes and talks to her and says Hey, I've noticed some things that perhaps are based off what you said. I am concerned about Delilah, apparently. What should I know? An opportunity for, and you will forgive me for 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 uh, stereotyping your clan like this, but. A, a, a manipulative bitch to drive a wedge between two people who are working together 
one of whom she hates, may be too much for her to pass up, and she may reveal some information that will be helpful in determining your past. And once we know about your past, we can know about the people that you have pissed off. Huh. I don't know why I didn't think of this immediately, but what are the odds that it's her? I I wouldn't put it past her. But I'm not quite ready to make yeah. assumptions. Seems like a remarkable level of um, angry 17-year-old boyness for even a Toreador who's a primogen. But yeah, it's possible. Maybe you pissed off many people. We will find out. I mean, that's entirely possible. But I, I will mean, go... Yeah. I work in the tour guide business. I've pissed more than a few people off. It's fine. Maybe it was those people you Fair. picked up the other night and left at the mechanic shop. I will go talk to her tomorrow. In the meantime, we should find you somewhere safe. Alright, I have a feeling I'm going to need to keep an eye on that mirror throughout the day. Yeah. That's that's to it. That's more important. Alright. Come with me and I will, will take you uh, take Mercy through the house to a, uh, a door on the first level. Open it up. There are stairs that go down. I normally sleep down there. It's yours for the night. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're working together on this. It would be very irresponsible of me to let you get murdered by some bot working Toreador primogen on a revenge kick or whatever the case may be in this situation. I appreciate your honesty. You have the run of the, you have the run of the house to do whatever you want. I would not suggest going out at least until somebody gets back who can accompany you who's reliable. So like, you know, not Simon for example. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to say it. We both knew it. I but I feel like yeah. the bigger problem with Simon is just kind of a lunatic. That's exactly what 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 would that's be exactly what we to. don't need right now so is another uh, lunatic. Referred to by 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 reliable. <laughs> Simon's fairly reliable business wise. But, Otherwise, it, however, yeah, this is not you know I work well with Simon, but this is an entirely different situation. And <laughs> oh, you want yep. help with a mental breakdown? Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, too many the, emotions. How, Goodbye. How can the I problem help? Is, the problem is it. lack of a mental breakdown. <laughs> the problem is lack of a mental breakdown because I don't even fucking know what's going on. <laughs> I feel <laughs> mercy. Out, out it of loads, Simon. That's rough, buddy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, shit happens. Uh, but yeah. And for the rest, the whole downstairs, it is, it's very basic. It, it, it is the basement. It is very basic. It's bed. Um, there is a locked, uh, uh, like probably double or, or triple locked, uh, uh, foot locker. Um, it finished finished basement it's not like you're walking on so you don't have unfinished basements in new orleans no. if you want anything to last ever <laughs> i honestly we call those flooded basements be fair, honestly cat had one of those in nebraska uh, uh, honestly cat as long as there's not anybody anyone down there trying to kill me I really don't care what it looks like. There probably <laughs> will not be. Um, there are currently two ghosts in the house. They don't get along, but I have threatened the bad one into behaving. But if any, anything strange happens, things start flying around, stuff like that, just let me know. I'll fix it. <sighs> If you I'll start getting haunted, let me know and I'll threaten the bitch. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> at this point, if it happens, bitch is getting thrown into the uh, into oblivion at this point. They got their one warning. Almost as if joking, all of the lights in your living room go on and then off. Okay, I'm fairly sure that was probably either I the 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 other person Aaron or Adam or whatever the fuck his Alex. name is. What? Alex. Alex. I'm gonna say that that was canon phrasing though from 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 Cat. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's dealing with a lot of ghosts at the moment. Um, Adam or 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 or, or whoever is probably either them. Or Walter just trying to get um, uh, uh, Robin in trouble. <sighs> oh yeah, Walter's here too, but don't worry, he's not going to do anything. I'm again. The only thing I'm worried about is stuff I can't remember and somebody who is stalking me. A yes. few ghosts are kind of, you know, innocuous. Mm, don't underestimate ghosts. I, I don't underestimate them. I'm just saying on, you know, the death con levels like this, they're not very high up. That is fair. I will I'll share a little you know, I would probably get in trouble if I did, but or if anybody knew, but I tell you what, I will share a little secret with you. What's that? Never assume you're not being listened to by a ghost who is a, who is working for a member of my clan. Never. So can I just not talk in your house? Is that how no, this no. works? No, no, it's fine. You're safe here. 
because all the ghosts here are under my control or at least know not to get on my bad side. I just mean in general. And it's not like you can never talk because then you would literally never talk. Just always know there is at least a decent chance that my clan will be aware of 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 anything that you say at any time. I, you know, not to uh, be stereotypical, but yeah, I suspected as much from the Giovannis. I mean, some stereotypes are true, but yeah, like you said. I am in that, so Simon could just like wave into nothing occasionally. Well, I am going to go lock myself away. Perfect. It, I mean, not perfect, but being. you know. I, I, I understand the sentiment and I appreciate it. Alrighty. Uh, I, I need to go take a mental break. Absolutely fair. I'm going to go up and stare at a mirror until my dinner arrives. Okay, have fun with that. Yep, you too. Thank you. We are emotionally healthy. This is the most polite <laughs> mental breakdown. <laughs> we have got to stop. Cat and Mercy get into two minutes. The party doesn't get along until... Uh, somebody has an emotional breakdown and then we're all there for each other. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Just like real life. I mean, in fairness, legitimately, this is like one of the most emotionally healthy vampire coteries. Uh, <laughs> yeah, can confirm. Nobody I'm, is I'm, actively plotting somebody else's death within, within the coterie. Within the coterie. That we know of. We know of. Uh, and some it. of us have given motive to the others to do so. Yeah. <laughs> so I've given plenty of motive. The cat, you go upstairs and you basically get the door closed behind you and Simon comes in. Perfect. Mercy. You spend a bit of your time just sort of trying to calm down. And eventually you do get that nagging feeling. You've lost several hours, but the sun is about to come up and your body just decides to take the steering wheel and lays you down. And as slumber overtakes you, your vision is flooded with it takes a second for your eyes to adjust, but there is white, there is gray, there is blue, there is a lot of crimson. And as you come to, you are sitting in a cot amongst several others, uh, not as fortunate as you, in both Confederate and Union uniforms alike in a white hospital tent. And as your eyes adjust, sound starts to buffet your ears of several nurses screaming and the gunfire and cannon fire outside. 
not too far away from the tent itself. A gentleman comes up to you. Oh, good to see that you're up and ready to go. Um, they patched the bullet wounds, correct? And you feel yourself nod. He gives you a once-over, sort of pats you on the shoulder. And as he does so, there is an excruciating pain that just shoots across the left side through the right side of your body. And you sort of sit back down for a second. Sorry, didn't, uh, didn't see those bandages. Um, I do have correspondence for you. And he hands you a single envelope. Sealed. Uh, the front only written Delilah Rose in a very ornate script. As you open it and read it. Delilah. As I have been informed, this is one of your newest aliases. Good luck keeping this one under wraps a little longer than the last. Success in the assassination of the Confederate commander. Um, I had this written out somewhere and never saved it. <laughs> Planning is fantastic, people. We've all been there, though. I actually yeah. think I saved... Oh, no, I know exactly where it's at. It's on a work email I never sent to myself. So... Better what you did... Better a work email that you didn't send to yourself than one that you accidentally did send to your work. To your work. Uh, congratulations in your efforts. And uh, I'm sorry for the wounds you may have taken in the resulting fray. Uh, your next target will be located at, and he gives coordinates, which Julia does not know off the top of her head. Uh, and then a list of commanding officers. And at the bottom, he, he just says, have fun. Signed, S. And as you look up from the letter, the uh, the gentleman who gave it to you is sort of looking at you with one eye cocked. More orders then? You're on your way out? All right. Um, best of luck and uh, I'd get a haircut. And as he walks out of the tent, you just feel yourself smiling. And then 
everything fades away as you watch him go down after exiting the tent from a single bullet wound. And you wake up. The first thing you notice is the blood everywhere. And you just sort of take a second and you reach your hands up to your face and you realize you were crying in your sleep. And vampires weep tears of blood. This is correct. <laughs> the only fluid left in their body. Shifting cameras. Or, should I say, our camera switches scenes to a hotel room. Rahab, you are woken, awoken by the sound of the thunderous sound of the TV coming on. So she actually wakes up before me. Yes. Although I thought we went back to my house. Did you? I thought you stayed in the hotel. We might have. I can't remember. We did whatever she was more comfortable with. That's fine. It's been several weeks. Okay. <clears throat> I will look up. What time of night is it? Or evening? Uh, just after sunset, like about eight o'clock. Okay. So it's early for most vampires. Yes. What is she watching on the TV? Or does uh, it seem to matter? It doesn't seem to matter. It's currently on the the previews channel. That that channel where it just scrolls through all of what's going to be on for the next several hours with infomercials playing at the top right corner. Infomercials and the occasional really, really obnoxious people talking about trendy things that gotcha. She is sitting with her knees held to her chest and just sort of blankly staring. I take it she has not recovered any of her um, lighthearted nature. Not really. As far as you can tell, at least. Um, I was going to ask, do vampires dream? But I, I guess that that previous segment would indicate, do, do vampires normally dream? Might be the better question. It depends on the vampire. Um, some don't. Um, Malkavians often do. Um, but it depends vampire to vampire. Okay. 
I will look up to her. Did you sleep well? As best I could, I suppose. Do vampires ever feel tired? When low on blood and close to sunrise, yes. But not like, oh man, I slept terribly. I'm not tired. That's not a thing. No. Okay. What do you have on the docket for us tonight? I... Is this... So this is that next evening, right? Yes. Okay. I think tonight would be a good opportunity for you to try to do some things that you want to do. Go some places, learn a little bit of independence. Just a little bit. Have you always lived in New Orleans? You said you grew up here. She said she grew up. Where was it again? Uh, she grew up here. Yes. She grew up here. You said you grew up in the area? Yes. Are there, are there any sites that you miss? There are a few. Some I can't go to anymore. Why not? They're only open during sun hours. So it makes things a little complicated. I, I imagine. In. Pardon? I could always break in. Depends on what kind of place it is. What sort of places are they? Well, there's the Museum of Death. There's a botanical garden that I really liked. Well, that sounds like an excellent dichotomy for the day. Shall we go explore the mysteries of life and death? Sounds fantastic. But don't you have... A coterie that's worried about you? I have a coterie. To say they're worried about me... I'm unsure. To be honest, after the events that I have occurred with them lately, I think I might need a break myself. I will... Um, check my phone having dried it overnight will uh i'm gonna open it up and see if there's any residual liquid in it nope uh it seems to have dried out as best as you could get it i'm going to uh mutter a small prayer and turn it on uh, it takes slightly longer than usual but it does boot up I am going to immediately uh, back up all of my phone data to a cloud. And then the text messages start rolling in. Oh, let me catch up. Uh, the gist of it is that 
a dozen uh, Camarilla members were lost last night. Um, Destiny has covered for all of you, and he's going to continue doing so at the behest of Simone against his better judgment. And he... Covering for us in what way? Well, last night there were news choppers. Ah, I gotcha. Just an accident, nothing supernatural. Gotcha. Okay. Truck truck veered off the highway and caught fire, that's all. Yep. I believe... Nothing supernatural about it. Yeah. Yeah, it just happens. I believe there were at least a few texts from some of us checking in on you and... See, I, I think there may have even been a sorry for, for forgetting about you text or two. Oh, yeah. right. You would have had, actually, yeah. She, she would have had those before going in the water. I was about to say, like, yeah, but I believe she was specifically had either turned it off or not checked, like, like was not checking texts or sure. something. So, yeah, there are a few apology text messages and, um, a group text about where the, uh, package ended up that they they would have seen because they had burner phones well that's right and the ones from simon's um assistant were specifically added to the well we wouldn't have seen the in-between texts because i'm assuming that we were not re-given those for that brief intervening period okay um so text from destiny text for that cool I've got the data. Um, pardon. I'm going to quick look up the this Museum of Death and Botanical Garden. I, actually, I'm going to... Um, who in the Coterie would wake up the earliest? Simon is a fairly good candidate for that. Yeah. Probably Simon there. I'm just going to send it a text. Anyone awake? Get a reply from Simon. Yeah. What's up? Okay. Be looked down surprised now. Early rising coterie. Um. I guess respond. Anything new? Regarding the package, sorry, say that one more time. Anything new regarding the package? Package is in good shape, is secure currently, hopefully, will be permanently secure soonish. Okay. Um, Because Simon stayed there, right? Or did Simon go back? Simon's at his shop. Okay. Yeah. Like Simon brought the food and went to the shop. Right. And and then in the morning is up, like, specifically because this is post um, the text from 
Destiny is upstairs right. working. Okay. Uh, two of us at my place, Simon can speak for themselves, no idea where Guire is. Guire is also at my shop with Alexander. Dot, 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 oh. <laughs> All right. Um, then respond back. Any plans at the moment, or are we on? Are we uh, sit and wait? There is a brief pause. Like, how would you like to go talk to? Uh, how would you like to join me for a conversation with a Torridor primogen impossible sabot, uh, a, a traitor? Define talk. <laughs> Actual I just, talk. I remember the last talk. Before, before, um, Cat has a chance to respond because of typing. Why? Or, um, Simon responds, smiling at emoji. Actual talk. Hopefully we can hopefully we could you we can talk out what happened before. I'm sorry about that again. But no, this is actual talk because this is not about the Sabat situation. When whenever's hopefully sooner better than later, because who knows what might happen tonight. But Whenever's convenient. I just don't want to go talk to the incredibly powerful possible Sabat collaborator alone. I'm going to look up what time. Does this Museum of Death close? 6 p.m. Yep. Oh. And the Botanical Gardens? Well, that is a good question. What time do they close and open? The Museum of Death opens at 10 a.m. Oh, okay. So there's a there's a huge gap. Yeah. So it, it's a good time to break in pretty much any time tonight. So... The Botanical Gardens is open 10 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. And the Museum okay. of Death is open 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So there's plenty of time for that. All right, I'll respond. Um, just give me a time. It'll have to be whenever whenever Elysium's open because I'm not going to randomly head over to her house, which I don't know where it is anyways. When does Elysium open? That's... We'll have to check in. I, I, I will text Destiny, find out. Actually, get the thinking details. about it, because we have that text from Destiny, Guire's also already up, and Elysium is invite only tonight. That is correct. Which yeah, Guire will say Elysium's invite only tonight over the text channel. All right. Um 
Give me a moment. I'm going to, and then I'm going to text Destiny. If I wanted to have a conversation with the Crimson Mask, where would I do? Where would be the best way for me to do that tonight? There will be a few moments, and you will get back a text message that says, "Number one, why? Number two." Uh, I can set up a meeting if that's something that you need to have happen. It would be very nice. Um, this is mercy-related things. It has nothing to do with our overall situation. All right. Do you need somewhere private, or do you need a as a public location fine? Private would be good because I'm going to be attempting to pry information about our Toreador coterie mate from them. Private like as in a select room in a certain location or private as in a basement somewhere? Whatever would be better for her. If you... I have certain concerns about Mercy, and I need to... Uh, Crimson Mass seems to know things, and I want to know them for my own well-being. All right, give me some time, and I can get back to you with that. Perfect. Uh, uh, Rahab will probably be coming with me. He's also concerned about this. There's no further response at this okay. time. Back to the group text. Destiny setting something up. Destiny is not in the know of the true motivation for setting this up, though. Just FYI. We'll talk about okay. it when I, when you get here. And Mercy's just going to chime in. Um, Cat, you can tell him everything. I've got nothing to hide. Oh, Destiny? No, this is this is because I don't trust Destiny. No, I'm talking about in the group chat. Oh, yes. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Texting that in the group chat. Fair enough. You can tell us all the juicy gossip. I'll, um, I'll look over at Anya and then reply back. I may need to uh, break into a museum so I can drop off Anya for a little bit. I will join you. Oh, sorry. I said we'll we'll join shortly. How is she doing? Long pause. Not great. She seems very lost. There's just a thumbs up sent back. 
I'm going to do some quick research. The Museum of Death, what sort of security would that place have, as best as I can tell? Mm. I guess it seems like kind of place that has basic, you know, security cameras and stuff, or does it seem like the kind of place that would have literal, like, you know, security guards wandering the premises? It is relatively new. Yeah, I would honestly... It does not have security guards. No. It is a, like, small shop in the French Quarter type of building. And the, botanic, the botanical gardens would almost definitely not have security guards, right? Uh, they have, like, a night watch, but nothing really that seems like it would pose too big a threat. My big thing is I don't want to leave Anya in a position where she could possibly be threatened by a person who is edible. Completely fair. And by the looks of it, since the Museum of Death doesn't seem to have any security cameras out front seems unlikely that they'd have them inside either yeah I apologize I'm having a brief problem I'll be right back no worries it's fine we're just researching the security of museum of death nothing suspicious mm. what would be the first thing I'd, put, I'd get put on a watch list for Look, once you look up how make pressure cooker bomb for a fucking World of Darkness game, there's 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 no going back. I'm probably on a no-fly list somewhere. Like, like if you are storytelling for World of Darkness games, just just imagine you're on lists because you will guarantee be looking up something that you should probably not be looking up. It's like being a it's like being a, a, a like a, a a true crime novelist or something like that. Yep. You're fucked. Yeah. It, it, it's also I have a deep interest in chemistry, which goes into some weird stuff real fast. Yeah. I don't think the government appreciates people trying to source ammonia in like mm. high purity, high quantity. Probably not. No. Probably. Nitrogen science can do a lot of stuff. Probably not. Some of that stuff is good. It makes fertilizer. Some of it's bad. It can make explosives. The bad part is both of those sides of it were discovered by a Nazi. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, his last name was Haber. I don't remember his first name. Yeah, he 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 discovered literally both fertilize both high chemical fertilizers and also explosives in yeah. the oh, same in the same scientific research. I that mean, yeah. his name's still used for the process to make ammonia. On Look, if you're scale. researching one and you're probably going to discover the other, that's just and a you come across process. the other, it's just like yeah, bonus. All right, sorry about that. I he, he wanted it for one you're side specific. It just happened to work well for the other. No worries. So anyway, he's back from okay. breaking um, into the Museum of Death. Yeah. All right. 
I will look over at Anya. Um, so I do have to meet up with my coterie. Um, would you be interested in uh, do some business? Uh, you cut out very heavily there. Try again. Okay. Sorry. Look over on you. I apologize. It does look like I'm going to have some business. Um, would you want to stay at the Museum of Death for a couple hours while I try to talk to some people? Oh, absolutely. I would love that. All right. Let's go then. Thirsty, I say, opening up the mini fridge full of blood bags <laughs> in the hotel room. You will take one. Gotta get some weed blood. I'm, I'm kind of loving that of all the characters Rahab is like, how do we break into this place? How do we break into this place? Like, the juxtaposition is beautiful. Hashtag vampire life. Look, we're not harming anybody. And right now, this girl needs a place that is quiet and calm. And that listen, possibly I, reminds her of who she was. Listen, I didn't say but it was yes. a bad thing. I'm just saying, like... I, I do have a bad habit of breaking into places. <laughs> a moral character is the one that likes to break in. Because it doesn't Look, hurt anybody. I'm good on the moral sense. Ethics. Eh. It's fine. <laughs> We're not cops. We don't care about the property damage. Eh. So vampires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Let's go. Is there a bus that would take us by the Museum of Death? Oh, undoubtedly. And you're still within operation hours. Cool. Cool. You have to walk a probably couple best blocks, not. But... Probably best not to leave a vehicle right outside the place we're breaking into. You know, especially one when they especially one when they open up the back of it. It's like, why is there an impromptu blood donor kit back here? There, there's there's vehicles parked along that street all the time. They would not be noticed that there's another scooter there. Fair. The, 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 the place next door is kind of open all night. Yeah, it's kind of familiar, too. What's the place next door? It's kind of where you met your coterie. It's in front of... It's Simon's shop. <laughs> oh, really? Fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Simon's shop is next well, door to the Museum of Death. <laughs> I specifically put it there because I thought it'd be funny. How appropriate. It is just sort of... I'll, um, it's the first time you've seen a glimpse of Anya you first met. And she's just sort of looking up and staring at the the sign. How crowded is the street right now? Um... There are a couple people, but yeah. it is not one of the look like they care. 
<laughs> no. Not at all. You know, if you as long as you act with confidence, uh, people tend to ignore you. So let's act with confidence like I'm supposed to be here. If you wear a black a black polo shirt and carry a ladder, you can go anywhere. Or if you uh, if you hold a cell phone to your ear, people don't want to interrupt your phone call. So I'm going to put a phone to my ear and act like I'm talking to somebody. The other thing you can hold is a clipboard. Just nondescript. Walk up to the door, take a quick glance at the lock. It's your standard built-in tumbler lock into the door. Yeah, do you know how bad those things actually are? Very. Very. Yes, um, vampires. So, would my techno- would a technology roll help in opening this lock? Uh, yeah, give me a dexterity and technology roll. My question is, um, does one of Simon's um, workers notice Rahab? Um, roll some dice. Because they're probably at like their the like the counter working, and they would recognize Rahab. What's the difficulty? Uh, difficulty six. Cool, that's three successes. Okay, yeah, it takes you a, a few seconds, but you do get the lock to click. All right, open the door and uh, lead in. Close the door. Relock. Anya will just sort of look around wide-eyed at everything. I'm gonna probably for about 10-15 minutes sort of walk around with Anya and ease her into the situation, see what she looks at. Um, She takes her time looking at everything. Yeah. Um, and just sort of, she's completely lost in the moment. All right. Well, I do apologize for having to run, but your uh, my original cell phone is working in. So if you need anything, please call. Okay. I will do my best to stay here. And if there are any problems next door, I... Uh, should be a safe place for you. I say pointing over at the the close ears. All right, I can do that. Thank you. You're welcome. And just take your time. Look at what you want to look at. She will nod a few times. Be safe. I'll try. And does Simon's assistant notice? I I will go next door at this point. So the door is still locked. The assistant is opening the door as you are walking in. Oh, uh, sorry. I I noticed you guys walked up the street. I was working on something, but uh, everything all right? Yes, we have, uh, I have a girl, she's, 
she's had a lot of trouble and she wanted to view some of her old memories over at the museum. If she comes over, and I will pull up my cell phone and show a picture of her. Just do whatever you can to help her calm. She's gone through a, a lot. Is she... Yes. Okay. Okay. But she's relatively young. And like I said, she's been through a lot. I will do what I can to assist. Thank you. I know I can only do so much for your people. That sounds offensive. Uh, no, I understood. Okay. Honestly, I don't know how much I can do for her besides existing and listening. I think she mostly just needs compassion and reassurance. I can do both of those things. Excellent. Thank you. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, do, do you need Simon while I'm here? Or, uh, he's currently working on a project. Um, no, I need to go meet Kat. Okay, I will let you know. I are still here? At this point, no. That was that was Julia thinking out loud. Uh, she, no. she left for Lizian by now. She left about 20, 30 minutes ago. Okay. I should go meet up with Kat. I've already held off, held her up long enough. I'll text Kat and let her know I'm on my way from Simon's. Okay. turns around to go back into the shop you just see Simon's head like partially sticking out of the doorway just looking because <laughs> there's definitely like a dinger on the door and anytime it goes off Simon looks and this time Simon's like actually still looking because duh instead of just a peek to see if it's actually somebody you mean a bell uh, it, it could not be a bell it could be a there's a lot Actually, of uh, yeah, a lot of them are electric. Yeah. Okay. Because that way you can have it ding in the back of the store where it's going to be heard better. Yeah. Ah. And it might not even make a bell noise. It could be set up to play the Adams Family theme song. <laughs> All right. Silence probably isn't, but that's a thing you can do and that'd be great. I <laughs> I will go meet up with Kat. Cool. Yep, Kat is at her place still. Um, with mercy, I assume. I uh, haven't gone anywhere. Yep, yep. Uh, what in the morning? Once upon waking up. Uh, 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 Kat will go down and check on uh, you. We lost Julia for a second. 
Time to cosplay. Huh? Well, that's awkward. Uh, Free for all. Simon just starts knocking on the wall between the <laughs> shop and the Museum of Death ominously. <laughs> it's time to traumatize a young child. She doesn't come I back think, immediately. I um, don't think that would. I don't think that would traumatize her. Probably but, not. But there she is. There we like, go. She'd be like, "Oh, cool. That's new since I was here." Cat, get a text message. Uh, from Destiny. And it contains the address, a warehouse district address. Okay. And Sounds then good. Should be out of the way and should be private. Cool. Any particular time? Uh, Any time between... I set it up for her to be there at midnight. All right. Perfect. So yeah, once Rahab arrives, let her in. So first things first, how are you? Uh, it's been a week. Yes, it has been. Mostly concerned about the well-being of one particular individual and contrasting with the well-being of the entire southeast of the United States. Yes. So she's doing not great? I dropped her off at the Museum of Death, and I think I saw the first spark of life in her that I'd seen since things went down. I mean, fair. That does. I've been meaning to go there, but I, you know, I arrived in town and then all of a sudden, oh, look, ancient Sabbat. So, but that's good. I, it's good that it's good that she has things that she can appreciate. Um, so here's our situation. Uh, Mercy is somebody sent her pictures from her own house. Referring to her as Delilah. Obviously, her pet that she doesn't... Take it, Delilah isn't a name that she remembers going by. Correct. This is her past she does not remember. And being very threatening in general. So, we are going to try and find out details about her past so we know exactly what she has to be concerned about. The Crimson Mask knows some of those details because Elena, it is Elena, right? I am correct on that. Yep. Elena referred to Mercy as Delilah at Elysium when we were there three days ago or whenever it was. So what we are going to do is... Elena is the Crimson Mask. The Toreador Primogen who is probably working with the, the Sabbat. Okay. But we're not talking to her about the Sabbat. We're talking to her about Mercy slash Delilah. Correct. Because I believe we have 
most of what we need. To me, the Elena situation is a bit sticky because our prince loves her Toreador primogen, as we under seem to understand it. And that is not a that is not a landmine field that I'm willing to dance my way through. There's no way that ends well for anybody who is in close proximity to that situation. So I'm going to let our prince handle that. Probably right. poorly. And we are going to go talk to Elena and say, we are concerned that we are working with somebody who we may not necessarily want to trust. What information do you have that could be useful to us about Mercy slash Delilah? And just to clarify, um, because it sounds promising in regards to uh, any sort of violence or intimidation is most certainly not an option because she is very close with the prince. Correct. And beyond that is also possibly close to the Sabbat. And beyond that is the Toreador primogen and could probably murder us both before we blinked. Mercy, feel free to jump into this conversation whenever. <laughs> uh, you're, you're there, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm here? I, I, I mean, you're in the basement downstairs. You're if you in come the basement. Out at any point. You can yeah. easily hear this if you I thought y'all were at the, I thought y'all were at the, um, at the meeting. Pl- I thought y'all were at, no, at no, a different we're still place. At that, we're still at the house. Oh, okay. Yeah, I imagine that you were like downstairs still or whatever. Yep, you can hear voices upstairs. I, I make my way, I make my way upstairs. I, have they have they seen me since I you know woke up crying with blood streaked down my face? Not unless you left the basement. Nope, I haven't. Uh, so I walk up and open the door and just let see the mess that I am. <clears throat> the door to the basement opens, and the two of you see. Mercy step out. Um, and you've never you haven't seen a vampire look like they've had a rough night in a while. And uh Mercy's hair is just sort of disheveled, her clothing. It generally when the vampire goes to sleep, it is still until first breath the night the next night. Yep. Or waking the next night. Her her clothing is wrinkled to shit and uh there is blood that has run from her eyes and is just sort of about places on her. Good morning. I That's very polite of you. This would be the concerns that you were talking about. No, the we concerns. will definitely figure out. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I mean the the effect. I take it you had issues overnight. That's a very polite way of putting it, but yes. Since we're I... about to go speak on your regard, 
you said you don't remember these things? I feel like a broken record, but no, I I you remember remembering. I remember nothing. I I have visions, and last one there was one last night that was incredibly vivid, and incredibly painful. I will I hold up my hand. If you can't go over it, that's fine. If you feel you can recount any. It might be helpful for us to know some context before we go and talk to her. But if you can't discuss it, we understand. No, I need to. I need to know. I need to know. Absolutely. So fair. I, I recount to them what I remember. Um, with the injuries and the civil war and the blood, and seeing uh, the gentleman get shot right outside the tent um the letter and its contents within and just end by saying i don't i don't remember crying but i mean i guess add it to the list right so my understanding if i'm Dream correctly, you were some kind of assassin during the Civil War? Assassin, spy. That's the best I can figure, hence the obviously frequently frequent name changes and a list of targets. Yeah, I guess that's fairly safe to assume all right <sighs> i'm pardon my naivete what was vampire involvement with the civil war i'm not 100 percent certain well as far as i know um Which is, you know, insert amnesia joke here. Um, as far as I know, that is what I I was previously before I was turned, because that's as far back as I can remember. And. Even that only comes to me in dreams. So, I mean, I, I have only my best guess about how old I am. I don't remember a sire. I don't remember a life. I don't remember how I was turned. I just get great, bloody, great bloody visions of some... Somebody I don't even know, but. So a couple important questions in regards to your, your, your dream, which I'm going to assume is a memory, although it could be not. Was it daytime? Yes. 
then you probably were not a vampire. Also, if you were hurt, that would also imply not a vampire, because obviously we could just fix that, unless it was like fire or something like that. No, it was... You were probably probably mortal at that point. It was a gunshot wound. I remember them talking about a gunshot wound. Yes, you could have fixed that. Um, Unless you were trying to protect Masquerade. Regardless, if it's daytime, you were probably mortal. Um, So that gives us a good idea of exactly how old you are. And you were probably embraced during the war. That's good. That's that 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 allows us to narrow down things because who knows? Um, also, for clarity, we're not going to Elena and saying we are concerned for Mercy and we need to know information because she won't say she won't tell us anything if she thinks it's going to help Mercy. It's going to be more, we are concerned for ourselves and imply here's your opportunity to drive a wedge between us. Right. So don't believe everything you hear and only twice and only half of what you see. Got it. Exactly. But that seems to be the going way to interact with vampires, particularly at Elysium. Generally, yes. Um, Take what you infer, not what they've said. Correct. But since we know she has a vendetta, she is more likely to reveal factual information than otherwise. Because she feels that she is wronged and... Let's be honest, we are an egotistical group of creatures. And so if she believes she is wronged and 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 you did something wrong, she is likely to believe that being truthful is all that needs to happen here to drive that wedge. That's why that's why this that's why we go to talk to her instead of trying to f- find someone else. So Rahab, we've talked a good bit. You know this means you're going to have to lie, right? Yes. Can you do that? Yes. Convincingly? Joshua lied. Joshua lied in the Bible. There's precedent for spies. What's the difference between bearing false witness and having a cover? Can you do it convincingly? My survival kind of depends on this. It's so... I got a lot of practice before I was a vampire and not revealing my true intent. I'm sure I haven't lost that. I will, it is probably best if I do most of the talking. I'll be honest, Rahab, the reason that I'm, that I want you to come with me is because Elena is much less likely 
to commit murder if there are two people there. That's fair. Um, Question. Yes. Are you guys planning on bringing Simon in on this? Fuck no. No offense, Simon. (laughs) Fuck no. (laughs) Simon is the X factor that I can never guess what's going to happen at any particular moment. And Simon might just decide at one point to say, oh yeah, no, we're totally manipulating you. Like, No, Simon's not going to so I was not going to let out on the manipulation. Cat doesn't. Cat can't be sure of that. Well, yeah. Like Simon's just a wild card to Cat, but it's like, nah. Simon's. I will just keep manipulating until until time runs out. Yeah. He has no wild cards is not what we're looking for right now. Right. Exactly. Okay. He has no reason. Let's hope one doesn't come up. <laughs> we we know Simon's out. What about Guire? Because Guire's way out. Guire's not even here right now. That's like Guire's always doing Guire things. Like, I just feel like I should like mention Guire in this session. Why Guire's Guire's off making sure the entire city doesn't explode tonight. Yep. Uh, Guire's okay. has- Guire is handling the overall stuff so we can handle the personal stuff. I, I just didn't yeah. want Guire to Guire feel handles left big out. stuff. Rahab <laughs> handles personal drama. Yep. I think this is qual- Okay, t- full stop. Before you, you go emo on this, I think this is a little bit more than personal drama. It's definitely personal and it's very dramatic. I'm not saying drama in a man that this has been taken out of context and is being overstated. I'm saying drama as in this is the sort of thing that like soap operas would say, nah, that's far fetched. Right, right. Um but yes, yeah, so 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 that is our plan. Um Mercy, I'm not. If you could, I need. We need someone to keep an eye on that mirror. We need to make sure that nobody just punches the, just ju- just kicks their way into my home, grabs the big bad dangerous thing, and walks off with it. Okay, so you want to lock me up in the attic with the big scary mirror? Well, no, you won't be locked in. You'll be the doors will be the the outside the outside doors will be locked. But yes, I would like you to keep an eye on the mirror. And at the very least, if Sybil just kicks down the front door, at least let us know who's murdering you and walk away with it by text. Okay. Perfect. I don't think it'll happen. If anything comes in that's powerful enough to know where that mirror is, I suggest grab the mirror and run. That would be ideal. More than trying to fight. I think the funny part here is that Kat's going to trust a living person to relay that information and not use Walter. Listen, Walter is very useful for certain things. This is Walter. No. Walter is also a serial killer ghost who 
well, we have an okay relationship for a ghost, a, a, a murderous, traitorous ghost, and the Giovanni who is forcing them into service. That's still a situation that is the case and doesn't trust Walter not to try and sabotage this way so they can walk out the mirror at some point. Yeah, I'm just going to lock myself in the attic with the mirror and pretend I don't exist. Fair enough. Again, does the ghosts give you any problem? Ghosts are least of my problems right now. This is true. All right. Um, one more thing. Mm -hmm. Can I borrow your car? I think it's the least I can do. Okay. Because <laughs> I still have not had time to go get a rental. Mercy tosses her the keys Thank and you. then walks up to the attic, closes the door, and locks it. And All right. Like, stares into the abyss. You do drive, right? Yes, I do drive. Okay. For many years, I served as my sire's driver because that was all I was good for. I am learning that I dislike sires more and more every day. I should clarify. By that, I mean there was a lot for me to learn and I had to learn it. My relationship with my sire was not the most loving thing relationship between two sentient beings, but was actually quite good compared to recent examples of such. But yes, no, let's let 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 let's go try to lie to a Toreador primogen. I'm sure this will not go poorly at all. Oh, all right. So our shifts, Simon, you are working away, getting a good bit of Simone's suit jacket. Simon uh, does take a break from the suit jacket to try to replicate a book. To try to what? Replicate a book. To make a prop book. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead and roll me dexterity and crafts. Difficulty, it's fairly old. We'll go to difficulty seven. Dexterity crafts, difficulty seven. Three successes. successes. Um, it takes you a good bit of the night. Um, but there are obvious things like, I mean, the inside's mostly blank except for a few key pages. Um, and, you know, if you look at it from the wrong angle, it definitely looks fake, but, you know, to the untrained eye, you got a pretty decent replica. And the, and the entire time Simon's had like a language learning podcast that corresponds to the book. What, what language is he trying to learn? Whatever one is, whatever one that was in one of the books. Oh, French. Okay. It, it's one of that. It's a replica of one of the books that Alex took from the Chantry. I'm in on Duolingo. Yeah. 
No, no, he needs to be able to do something else, not having to like work like an app or a computer or something. Is there anything, because Simon hasn't got a lot of screen time tonight, is there anything else particular that Simon wants to do? After finishing the book, he goes downstairs and is reading it. Like, looking like he's reading it. Okay. He goes downstairs into the basement where Alex is. He is... There's a mess down there of just papers and books laid out on the ground, and he is scrawling notes into a notebook and just flip a page do a bunch of scribbles flip a page do a bunch of scribbles and he does notice you come in Simon I don't even think I have this many papers spread out when I have to make a pattern Thaumaturgy is expensive. So it would seem Simon's looking at the at all the pages. And is there more than just French and English? Uh yes. Um there are a few. Give me a intelligence and academics role, difficulty six. Intelligence, academics. Three sixes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So looking around, you notice that like you don't get too close, but you can see there's um some of the Cyrillic alphabet. There are a few things written in uh Arabic. There's stuff written in Greek letters, there's French, there's English, there's German, and he's just sort of copying and translating what he can. Simon kind of, like, close enough, but as, like, kind of squats down and, like, uses the closed book as, like, a, like a, a stands the closed book on the ground and has, like, a hand on top of it to, like, stabilize, looking at the pages. It's like, I see that's Cyrillic. What language is that? It's either Russian or... And he will just sort of move eyes down to book. Russian. Could be Ukrainian, Belarusian. I think there's... Golian uses Cyrillic. Yeah. Greek uses a very different version of Cyrillic. If it's old enough. Where did you get that? It will say pointing at the book you have your hand on. I mean, there's a lot of places in New Orleans to get old books. He will look at his bag. So you seem to not be sure if that's Russian, or? Correct. Simon pulls out his phone and, like, quickly tries to look up any, um, like, differences in grammar or word structure that 
some of the Cyrillic languages have and see if any of what he looks up on his phone matches to what's on the page. Okay. Um, you have a, a three in your academics role already. Um, it takes you a little bit of time, but you are able to pinpoint that it's actually Ukrainian. It's Ukrainian. And he points out some of the like notable grammatic features that can differentiate it. Like hand, like hand on book, leaning over it and pointing at the paper. He will reach up and close the book that he has been working from with that nice torch design with flambeau on the side. Is that one in French? Uh, it has French and English and German. Was the first, like, paragraph in French or English? French. Simon recites the first paragraph from the page that it was open. It was sort of, you know how an owl turns its head? <laughs> sort of do that and look at you? <laughs> Simon will notice like this because Simon's off, definitely paying more attention to him than anything else. Yeah. How long before your people realize you've taken these books? <clears throat> Provided that my illusion stays, um, I might have three or four days. But in that time, I will definitely have transcribed all of them and might even be able to put them back. That being said, anybody who uh, is familiar with chemistry is bound to see through it. Chemistry? Mm. He will hold up his hands and then just sort of do a motion. And there is a small array of... the the aurora borealis in between his hands but as soon as you like look too hard it breaks down so basically if... <laughs> is there an independent clan this motherfucker hasn't pissed off the answer is no <laughs> <laughs> do you get a special type of badge for that or <laughs> oh it's so funny well, he's trying to prestige uh kindred all right so funny because by the the other the other clan that i was seriously considering the other two were Senite and rathnos i love it so so i will point out it's like I'm hyper observant, so that doesn't like really. That didn't really hold up well. But I'm guessing chemistry is illusion magics. 
Yes, uh, higher understandings will lead to better illusions, some which even can survive in the daylight. We'll see how that goes. They let ghouls in there? No, it is only full-fledged kindred allowed in the archives. Okay. Simon goes back to looking at some of the pages or notes that are laid out. So the two of you sit down and work out a bit more. And it's weird. No matter, like, you translate, like, the English doesn't make sense. But when you translate the other languages, they make even less sense translated into English. Uh, Simon's not concerned about it making sense. He's just like, you know, you there. have a grammatic error. There's a grammatic error in here. And, like, he's just, like, looking over the notes and just sort of, like, poking mentally at Alex. Still has not acknowledged, like, really much more about the book. J just uh, also keeping Alex's attention anytime he, like, looks at the bag. Okay. Yeah, he does. As long as Alex can be distracted from doing such. Is this a, an all-night affair you are taking, or until you're contacted, or how is that going to work for you? Until I get a text from, like, someone in the coterie saying that my they have some, like, they could use some help. Okay. Or until Alex eventually just has had enough. He He's an undead researcher who likes mm -hmm. that there is no enough. Exactly. We'll go till sunrise. Enough could also just mean, like, his curiosity is now too strong and he does eventually look at the bag. Like, True. Simon cannot stop him, like, cannot get his attention enough. To... There is a point at, like, I won't say an hour because we might have to retcon that in another session. In a few hours where he does, like, just sort of lean over and touch the bag, but you get his attention again. He he was it was so close, but so far away. Simon's just keeping the book, like also so where like he can't like try to grab it and look at look at that one itself. Okay. Like si Simon is very intentionally just keeping him from actually <laughs> finding this ruse. I love it. And so our camera shifts one final time for the episode. A small child and four adults stand on a pier. Or a walkway, rather. The wind blows. And... A strange smell is carried on the air of 
a mixture of blood, lavender, and cinnamon. A scent that Guire is a little too familiar with. And as a fifth adult form joins the fray, Guire, you are greeted by a very familiar face. As a woman roughly five foot seven, five foot eight, of a darker complexion with long black hair, which has been tied into several braids upon her head, wearing a rather loose fitting black top tucked into uh, a very, very nice, obviously hand-pressed pair of black dress pants with leather shoes. A very obvious gun on her hip. And the telltale signs of her her steps indicate she's at least got two knives. Is there any recognition on her face when Guire turns to look at her, or is she just completely blanked out? No. She has no reaction whatsoever. Guire's face is stone, but she takes that in. I was summoned. As that voice leaves her mouth, there's just that intoxicating all of her memories have been brought to the forefront for you. Please roll me a willpower roll. All right. Can I spend willpower on willpower? I don't believe you can. Let me double check. Do not believe you can. Well, in either case, I will need the difficulty. Uh, difficulty eight.
Two successes. You catch yourself sort of balling your fists. Very quickly release them. Still feeling the pressure and indent of your nails into your hand. And Sybil sort of peeks from behind you. Lyra looks over her, looks basically under her shoulder at Sybil. May I? May you what? Release the thing so that we can actually learn some real information. Hmm. Okay, I'm curious to see if what you figure out is actually the uh, solution. All right. Azra? And you see her eyes shine red. Ezra's not not Sybil's. Mm-hmm. Lift your hair and stand still, please. And she does grab those braids and make sure they're up. And her entire body just sort of locks into place motionless. And Guire will just step up behind her and just like with a flick of the wrist there's a knife in her hand and she'll just reach up turn the knife around and very carefully just scar that rune circle out of her neck please take five points of lethal damage I will immediately spend blood to recover that if I can. You can. But there is a shock as the as you finally draw it across her neck. It causes you to, to drop your knife. And the blood that seeps from it is black. And smells of poison. Specifically sulfur. And as that as that happens, she sort of grabs Azra by the shoulder and spins her around to sort of look her in the eye. And there's a brief moment, and her eyes go from being completely red back to the color you knew and her body relaxes and she stares into your eyes and there's there's there is a silent the kind of silent exchange that only people who have known each other for a very very long time can have as she gives the 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 kind of look that says i need you to follow me on this Almost imperceptibly, her head goes up and down 
<sighs> All right, knife of Baghdad. What do you think you can tell me about the Tremere who no longer have any hold of you and how they might have been getting any information out of this Sabat operation back to the Camarilla? Well, I was placed under the spell by Madame St. Julian a long time ago. And I was sort of passed from owner to owner. People who rented me out, people who were given me as a boon. Hell is returned to Madame Morgan until my most recent Tremere acquisition. I don't even think I remember his name. But he was dealt with accordingly. You will see Sybil smiling. Fire grins. With that control off of you, has that subtle control been getting used to bring you back in and give information out? Unfortunately, yes. Guire sort of tongues in, tongues in her cheek and the sort of like, mm, yeah, well, how about that kind of expression that she sort of gives to Sybil. I believe there's plenty of cause to never trust the Tremere. The usurpers will do what they're going to do all the time. But I think you'll be able to get much more effective use out of two fully cognizant and capable Asamites than one and a half. I suppose that's true. So I have a question. Who have you been funneling information to? Alexander Ward. Well, that's one marked off. And Madame Morgan, Saint Julien. Sybil will kind of nod a few times. So, you think the Tremere took my 
Hmm. Well, the truck did go up in a fireball. That's sort of their trick. You're not incorrect. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess it's just time for plan B then. Plan B being? Alexi? He will look down at her. Locate the mirror. I didn't want to have to do this. I thought everything was going to go fine. But locate the mirror, eliminate all possible threats, and bring it to me. Irene, Marquez, they sort of jump at their names being said. Follow everything that Alexi tells you to do. And if none of you are successful, then um, I will leave you for the sun. One last glorious sunrise to overlook all of your failure. Do I make myself perfectly clear? There's a solitary nod from the three individuals. Good. So you two are going to go kill the <laughs> primogen, right? Oh, I already had plans on it. Fantastic. Frankly, I was going to do that even if you didn't ask me to. She will reach into a fold of her dress and pull out a triangular shape shard of mirror. And as the moon catches it, you can see one red eye look through it, surrounded by darkness. Don't worry, Father. We'll have you out soon enough. And she will tuck that back into her dress. Guire will look to Azra. Shall we scout out? She will nod. And just sort of absentmindedly touch the back of her neck, which has scarred horrifically. 
but she knows the price that was paid. Well, Sybil, I believe it's time for us to get to work, unless you got anything else for us. Hmm. Oh, one last thing. There is a coterie. You are aware of them? You asked me to get some information on them. Got distracted by the mirror thing. Yes. Um, unfortunately, I believe they've become too much of a thorn in my side. Kill them. Of the list. All right. Get to them right after I'm done with the primogen. Good. And uh, the two of you. She'll she'll let you walk a few steps. Mm-hmm. She will hold up the scroll. Don't fail me. Fair enough. And she hands Alexei the scroll and everything goes into a satchel he has. And she starts to skip along the, the boardwalk out of sight. And slowly the other three follow. Squire and Azra take off in a different direction. It's probably not five minutes, like, out of sight of everything when they find a secluded, like, quiet alley and Guire has Azra up against the wall. She will halt you. A moment. Sorry, it's just... I haven't seen you in so long, I thought you were dead. To be quite honest, I thought it's the same. And then one day, some random schmuck I'm interrogating catches you on camera. I haven't thought about anything else since. You know that she's plotting to kill everyone, right? Yeah. Believe me, it's a very long double game. I got, well, I have some intention of killing Morgan just for what she did to you, but not the uh, that other coterie. Yeah, that's not so much a plan. Who helped you? That Codry. And Alexander Ward. She will just cock an eyebrow. He's an, he's a fop, but he's not as bad as at least Morgan. Interesting. Have you behaved? I raised hell, like you asked me to. 
Good. Thank you. I missed you so much. Let's burn the little bitch to the ground. <laughs> that is where we will end for the week. All right. Thank you for sticking through through this shorter episode, uh, barring technical difficulties. And uh, everyone, have a fantastic night. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.